Now, KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, happy Saturday. Good morning, good grief. It's hot. Holy smokes. Here we have the weather forecast. Intermittent periods of lightness followed with darkness, interspersed with blasting hot temper. Oh, my goodness. I hope your air conditioner is working. (laughs) If it's not, you will be the first to know. This is the Home Improvement Show, the Helitech Home Improvement Show. Scott Mosby, two hours, have you up until 1 o'clock when Rick Edelman takes over, 3 o'clock, then the business of family business. Right now, it is home improvement. Everything about your home, about your roof, your gutters, your siding, your windows, doors, thresholds, leaks, wind, heating and cooling, probably mostly cooling. Now we're going to talk about filters, how to prepare for the blasting hot temperature, what you can do, what I already did this morning at my home, how you can maximize the performance of your cooling system. Little tests that you can do. Uh, I noticed Bart Inman has some ads that uh, explain what you can do to uh, make sure that your unit is kind of running. You know, one of the advertisements you hear on CamoX, he's part of the CamoX family. We have phone lines open all for you. Ten of them. Let me count my fingers and my thumbs. One, two, three, four, five. Ten, ten phone lines. And here is the phone number for those of you you've heard this a lot. 314-436-7900. So if you have a toll-free number and you're somewhere on the other side of the globe, you're listening through the internet, it's a great way to do that. You can take me with you wherever you like. So I'm with you, helping you with one of the most important things that we all share. Everybody needs to live somewhere even if it's a cardboard box. And we face being comfortable, heat, hot in the wintertime, cool in the summer, uh, dry throughout the year, a little bit of breeze, ventilation, fresh air, uh, a good shot at having a, uh, a beautiful environment to kind of look at. You know, you and I, I don't know, I like good-looking things. To me, that's trees, lawns, you know, flower. Mother Nature looks pretty good. Well, she's hot today, boss. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. All right, walkabout time. I invite your topics, anything around the home. I'm sure we're going to talk about cooling. By golly, you can't shut me up. I'm going to talk about cooling today. I'm grateful. (laughs) My golly, I wake up and it's comfortable. And then later in the morning when it's blasting hot out, it's comfortable outside. It's comfortable inside. Oh, and if it's not, 314-436-7900, we can talk about it. Uh, However, if you've waited this long to get your cooling system checked, shame on you. That's the button. Really get these units checked way before you need them. As a matter of fact here, sometime around August when it's really blasting hot, that's when you call for the furnace service. Yeah, they're pretty much... You know, when the cooling season is kind of or cooling down, if you will, or, or closing down, that's the time to talk about the next thing. Because if you wait till now, you may call and all the service techs may be two days behind. I mean, these poor buggers are running, you know, sometimes 18, 20, 24 hours a day. I mean, they are really running around the clock. 
314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Clean, dry, healthy, good indoor air. All of that is part of HVAC. You may have heard that referred to. You might see it drawn on plans. H heat V ventilation like vent fans and your uh, bath fan, uh, your kitchen vent fan exhausting to the out. So heat vent AC air conditioning, heat vent air conditioning. That's what HVAC stands for. Kind of a, you know, one of those little things that rolls off of the construction industry. We know what it means, but for you as the consumer, sometimes you have to ask. Uh, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. You want to do a little check on your air conditioning season or system, go outside to the condensing unit. That's the fan. That's the noisy thing outside. Make sure the fan is spinning. There'll be a fan blade spinning. It'll be making a little bit of noise. And there'll be two tubes there, one about three quarters of an inch in diameter, large, and it'll be covered with a black insulation. And then there's a little bitty one about a quarter of an inch. It's about the diameter of a pencil, and it'll be uncovered. And the little one, if you reach down and you touch the nut next to the condensing unit, as it goes into that unit, it should be hot, you know, hot to the touch. That's the compression line. Uh, so that's under compression and therefore as you um, pressure rises so does temperature you remember t1 p1 all that stuff from physics class but the big one should be cool and there should be a pretty good difference between those two lines um, because that unit that is actually the hot one the, the kind of odd here this is you this is counterintuitive the hot line that cools your house, the pressure, small diameter, that's the one that goes into the air conditioner. And then when it goes through an expansion valve, goes from high pressure to low pressure. Remember, just like your aerosol can, when you spray that aerosol can and you go from higher pressure to lower pressure by pressing the button and out comes the spray, whatever it is, that can gets a little cooler. So as the pressure drops, temperature also drops. T2P2. There you go. So anyway, oddly enough, the hotter that line is, the better it is for your air conditioning. Uh, clean your filter inside the house. Make sure that is clear, clean, no obstructions. The condensing unit outside, simple dumb things like washing your car. Make sure that unit, those fins, all those little blades in there that sometimes are accessible, sometimes covered by some metal fins, uh, those need to be clear of debris, no vines growing on it, no branches close to it. You should have somewhere between two and three feet minimum clearance between the side of the air conditioning condenser and anything else because it draws the air in through the outside or the sides, blows up through the top, sometimes the other way around on older units. But suffice it to say, if you slow down the air or you have dirty fins or stuff growing on it, it's just not going to be able to do its job. 314-436-7900. I'm wound up ready for bar right here on KMOX. I am part of the KMOX family. You are too. Welcome. Thank you. This is University of KMOX, Scott Mosby. No longer the university professor because you, the listeners, have just gotten too smart. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to bring it. Yeah, just come on up here. We'll do it through the phone. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. And... You can answer the questions. No, I, I promise I'll, I'll do my role right here on KMOX. But I'm very pleased to be here, happy to be part of the KMOX family. Good to see my brothers and sisters out there, you, my family as well. And we are going to do it right here on KMOX. I am Scott Mosby, KMOX, at your service.
Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. And we're off. Around the first turn comes uh, the Home Improvement Show, followed by the Rick Edelman Show, and then comes the Family Business of Family Business with Ryan Rick. Well, okay. Well, that's the KMOX lineup right now. It's all you. Let me see if I can get my buttons right. And we've got this ejection button, and it doesn't work out for me too well. Uh, let's see what's happening here with Andy. Hey, Andy, good morning. Scott Mosby here. I think I've got you wired and dialed. How can I help, Thank sir? Thanks, Scott, for taking my call. Yeah. Hey, the home I bought several years ago, the crawl space is totally encapsulated. Uh, if you go down there, it's a total sea of white. And um, there's a couple of areas where the plastic is pulling off the wall. And I tried Gorilla Tape and Duct Tape, and that will last almost a year or so, and then it it, it comes off. And the, the tape that they have up is like a sticky tape or something, and uh, it's kind of giving out in those areas. And I was wondering, what type of tape do I need to use um, to make sure that plastic stays up? Uh, is there, um, ha- have you tried the shipping tape, number one, Andy? I've tried Gorilla Tape and Duct Tape. And online it mentions butyl tape, and I can't find that anywhere. Yeah, butyl tape, you're going to look for that at a roofing supply or the roofing division of a home, of a home supply center, something like that. So where they sell shingles, uh, things like that, that's the place. Uh, I think in you know the big box stores, they do have butyl tape, uh, and it is uh, basically a flashing. We use it around windows and doors. Uh, base, it's so gooey, though. Uh, you need to go in with gloves on because otherwise you'll be, you know, part of that crawl space living there forever. What would you suggest? What kind of tape were you talking about that I could use? I, I would advise the butyl tape if that's... Uh, now, do, is there a brand name on that liner somewhere, some blue uh, ink or something like that? No. Mm-mm. Nothing, just white? Correct. It's just a sea of white down there, and it's heated and cooled down there also, just like another room. Well, you've got the Mac Daddy of good crawl spaces. That's great. Uh, I would try a butyl tape on that uh, or clear the, the clear shipping tape, but that's only going to last you about a year as well. Uh, and where it goes up on the wall, is it taped to the wall or is it riveted to the wall with some mechanical fasteners? Oh, it's not riveted. No, it's not. It's just taped. Oh, really? Well, that's a little bit... Wow. Does it go as high as the sill plate, that piece of wood on top of your foundation? Oh, uh, it's down just a few inches, I think, from that. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, that's okay, I, I guess. Um, but the butyl tape in the roofing section, uh, my second choice would be clear packing tape. The issue there is you really need a very dry and clean, and that means isopropyl alcohol. So if you're doing any cleaning of this membrane, and it's dusty, down there, wipe that with a paper towel with rubbing alcohol and wipe it. The reason I say alcohol is it evaporates very quickly. It, it still leaves a clean surface. Let it dry and then tape it. Anything you tape it with, even the Gorilla Glue, I, th- I, I suspect you're taping the, the dust and not necessarily the liner of the crawl space. So I think it's more of a cleaning issue for, for this uh, instead of which tape works best. Okay, you say a roofing store that I could get the tape from, correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah, any okay. place that sells shingles, big box stores, um, there's uh, Arrowhead Supply around town. Um, uh, there, there's all kinds of supply places professionally. I don't know that you need to go there. I, I think if you go in a big box store or a, ho- or a good hardware store, they would have butyl tape. Maybe not in the width you want, but I think you'll find success. How, how wide should I get that? I know some of that comes in a strip. Um, 
ideally two inch, kind of like inch. duct tape. Yeah, you, uh, okay. the wider the wider it is, then you can lap it on one and stick it to the other thing. What are you sticking this stuff to? What are you taping it? What's the second surface? Uh, it's it's block. Oh the foundation wow! Is block. Uh, that's that's the problem there because concrete continues to dust whether it's concrete block, poured concrete, foundations, whatever. Um, wow. Uh, I think you're going to follow this again. Um, it, do you know who installed this liner on that um, crawl space? No, I don't. It was that way when I bought the house several years ago. Uh, is there a name on the sump pump? Do you have a sump pump in the other part of the basement? Uh, there is a sump pump, but um, I had a new one put in uh, yeah. because the other one wasn't working properly. So. Okay. Well, I, I would propose to you that the real problem is not the tape and the uh, liner, but you're trying to tape anything to concrete. It just, you know, it'll dust and moisture comes through it. Um, I don't think that's a sustainable model. Ideally, I would suggest that you find somebody to put a strip up there, ideally of aluminum, that drills into that uh, concrete block and put some expansive fasteners in there. Uh, this is going to keep falling down if you try to tape anything to concrete. All right. Okay, th uh, thanks a lot, Scott. I will do that, and I'll look for that uh, butyl tape in uh, uh, one of the stores that sells it, and I appreciate your time. You bet. it. That'll buy you some time, but uh, long long run here, it, you really need to hold it up with something more than tape on, on the concrete block. There's some type of button, isn't there? A button, something? Um... Yeah, they're drive. They're kind of drive buttons, uh, and what it is is it's an expansive fastener. They come in different lengths. You can drill right through the liner, right through any foam insulation into the concrete block. That distance might be an inch, inch and a half. That's the length. You just slide those buttons in, and then it's a drive anchor, and you just hit it with the hammer, and that nail goes in, spreads out the two sides into the concrete block. So... Uh, the right distance, uh, length of that is going to be critical. Critical. All right, good deal. Thank you very much, Scott. Good luck, Andy, man. You've got the Mac Daddy of good stuff in your crawl space. Congratulations. That's a good deal. Thank you very much. All right. Bye now. Simple things like that, you know, I mean, uh, uh, what what Andy has is, um, you know, it's kind of a swimming pool liner. It's a little hard to find because it's generally professionally installed. Takes kind of a pretty smart guy to put that stuff in. Most people don't realize the value of it, uh, don't really uh, recognize the, the benefits that come from, you know, having a crawl space really as clean, dry, and healthy as a basement is. That's really what it does. It's a semi-SEMI conditioned area, semi-conditioned area, so it's almost fully conditioned, um, you know, kind of like full, uh, full custom and then almost custom. Uh, so we'll get into that a little bit more throughout the show. Uh, let's go uh, with Bernice here. Hey, Bernice, good morning. Welcome to CamWex. How can I help? Yes, Scott. I am calling about a hot water heater in my basement. Okay. It's not leaking or anything, but I cannot operate the uh, heat gauge on it. Turn it up or down, I can move it, but it doesn't seem to be taping, uh, turning the temperature down, and, and, and it's pretty hot. Oh, so you're trying to cool it off then? Yes. Um, uh, have you turned it to the left at all? Uh, no, because I had it on, it was hot, warm, and vacational, okay. and I had it on a little past warm, and then it was getting hotter, I turned it down a little bit, and it didn't seem to go down, and then I turned it all the way down to vocation, uh, vacation mode, and it's still hot. 
All right. Uh, there may be nothing wrong. This is a little odd. I know I apologize for that comment up front. Um, water heaters raise the water temperature from one temperature to another. When, when it's cold water in the winter, then you will have cooler water in your water heater, uh, more or less. So uh, now that you have really warm water coming in from Missouri American Water or whatever delivers water underground, the hot temperatures outside, the actual temperature of the rivers and the water sources we have. So your water, which may have come in at 42 degrees in the winter, is now coming into your house at probably 53, 56 degrees, and then you're firing it through this water heater. Uh, So you may have nothing more than just uh, summer um, uh, hotter water, uh, but the right setting is to on the vacation and let it go for a few days. Have you let it run for a few days to see if it'll cool off? Uh, No, I can't. I'm 83 years old, and I can't get down to see if the burner is going off and on or if it just stays on all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I I can't tell, but I know uh, I use it like once a day, maybe twice a day, not Mm -hmm. too often because Mm -hmm. it's summertime. And I notice that it's cool at first, but then it goes pretty hot. And like I said, it's, it's pretty hot to the touch. Yeah. Is it a gas water heater? Yes, it's gas water heater, and it was put in. It's a whirlpool, and it was put in in 2003, so okay. it would be about 15 years old. Yeah. But like I said, it's not leaking or anything. Well, there are a lot of, I mean, it's electronics. You've got, um, you know, there's a heat sensor, a thermostat on there, and this uh, thermal couple, and it may be going south on you. So it may be failing, frankly, here, Bernice. So uh, I would just turn it down to a little above vacation for now uh, and leave it for a few days and see see how you like it. I've got it all the way down on vacation, all the way that you can't turn it anymore. And, And when was the last time you did that? Uh, a couple of days ago. And it's still too hot? Yes. Okay, you've got a failing uh, temperature sensor on the thermostat. You're, you're going to need a plumber and possibly any plumber that comes in there is going to say, you know, for 15 years, you know, I'd rather just put the labor into replacing your water heater. That's what a pro would tell you. And that's probably good advice as well. Um, so I think... The temperature gauge, they can't replace that. Well, they can. It's just that it might be three or four hundred dollars to replace that, and then you get another two, two and a half years out of your water heater, and then you have to spend, you know, fifteen hundred dollars or whatever on top of the three or four hundred. So it's so you suggest a new water heater then? Well, listen to your plumber. I suspect if you call a plumber, there's about an eighty percent chance that he or she is going to recommend changing that water heater just because you know fixing parts on a 15 year old water heater is kind of you know there's just not a lot of life left in that and it's not worth a lot of repair yes well uh, now i have uh, calls like lowe's hardware and uh, they suggested that i get a water heater but they will send out a plumber to put it in is it more reliable to go with that or what, should I get my own plumber? Oh, I get your own plumber, and here's why: because they'll advise which water heater, how big. Um, they'll set and recommend the right water. I mean, it's like buying a car. Mm-hmm. You, you know, if you're just gonna you just send me a car. Uh-huh. You know, was that a Rolls Royce? Uh-huh. You know, pay me a million bucks and we're good. Or is that just a you know a Yugo that? going to last you three or four. I mean, I I would prefer you have a conversation with somebody smart when you're buying anything that's supposed to have a life of 15 to 20 years. I I, I would, that's a different 
world. I, I, you're welcome to call Mosby Building Arts. We'll give you the re- referral of a good plumber if you'd All like. Right. Thank you very much, Scott. Yeah, we, we keep day. that list for just this purpose. We use a lot of people all the time, and uh, you're, you're welcome to use our uh, due diligence. And, uh, you know, of course, we want to see good people get the business, too. So we want to see the customers get good contractors, contractors get good customers. So it's a... Okay, so, thank yeah. you so much. Okay, Bernice. Bye. All right, bye now. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX. I promise to bring you my best. Sometimes it's even good enough. Oh, holy smokes. It's KMOX. I'm at your service. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. Oh, yeah, you just can't get rid of me, at least not till 1 o'clock. It's uh, 314-436-7900 to be part of this show. Put it up, bring it on. Let's see if I can even help you. You know, I've got a whole bunch of people that are behind me trying to keep me up to date Posted on some of the latest uh, information products, building technology, building science, which all, you know, the Cliff Notes version on the ways the industry messes stuff up and how the industry has responded to correct it and, and make better products that get along together. And it doesn't matter if you have the best product and the best installer. If they're not trained, if that installer doesn't know how to put in that particular product, even though they're a wizard, the consumer doesn't really get the benefit of the best of the best. They just get a muddled up, make-do, kind of, you know, almost good enough uh, thing. So it's really critical, really critical that the installer, the laborer, the person, the skilled craftsman who's putting that product in knows the other products that are going along with it, how that product gets along with that, what the designer or the architect or the engineer intended for that. It only matters how they all play well together. You remember in, in uh, uh, kindergarten, plays well with others? You know, you, you get a one or two or a three in sandbox. That's what matters. How everybody and everything gets along to deliver the consumer what they're trying to receive. So you can buy the best window. And Joe Schmo puts it in and you've got a bad deal. You can get the worst window. And Joe Wizard puts it in, foams it, insulates it, reinforces it, secures it. And you can get a pretty good window. All that that product can deliver. Now imagine a really good product and a trained, really smart installer. Now you're talking about what we call at Mosby of lasting value. Things that the gift that keeps on giving, that, you know, that's things done right with good quality. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Let's get back to the phone, see what's cooking here with the Vivian. Hey, Vivian, happy Saturday. Welcome to KMOX. How can I help? Good morning. I was calling about my furnace. I have a high-efficiency furnace. Okay. Sometimes it'll work pretty good. Well, it works great for cooling, but when it comes to heating the home, it doesn't heat good. Is it a gas unit or electric? Gas. Okay. Um, it cools well, doesn't heat well. Uh, tell me about not heating well, How what that looks like when that happens. Um, some of the vents seem like I'm not getting any heat out. Uh, just very, just real warm. Uh-huh. I can't feel any heat blowing, and it's just not heating the home good at all. Uh, Vivian, are you in a one, two, a one or two story home? 
uh, it's a ranch house. So ranch house? Oh, boy. With the basement. Yeah, you should be doing okay. Um, uh, frankly, um, it should work the same. What I will suggest is running your blower more um, uh-huh. on all the time. Um, think of cooking in the kitchen and you pour something into the cream to mix it up uh, and and then you stick a, a real blender in there and that blender really mixes it up. Think of that as your blower motor. So it'll okay. remove the hot and the cold places. So you've got this window and door and it gets a little warmer over there than it does by the wall. If you run that blower motor uh, all the time, uh, winter and summer, I think you'll find your house is a little more comfortable, but you may be also ready for a you know professional service call uh, and turn that to them and say, you know, this thing's just not heating right. You right, know? and because and I had a um, I had a new patio door put in mm-hmm. and a new front door, so it's it's really sealed good. Yeah, and all up in the attic, I've had installation put in. Mm-hmm. Yep, good for you. So, yeah, okay. I, I think you're ready for a professional service, and it may not be now. It may be in the in the fall, but generally the same ducts that deliver the cooling deliver the heat. Right. However, you may have a burner that's not operating correctly or, you know, you half the furnace runs and half of it doesn't. You may have a staged furnace where, you know, the longer it runs, the second burner doesn't come on for a while, and, it, and the you know, the electronics may not be, you know, firing that thing up, so... Uh, yeah, I think you're ready for a pro to come take a look at your furnace on that one. That that's uh, okay. Uh, what company would you suggest? Uh, I would call. You're welcome to call my company. We'll we'll refer you to somebody there. They keep. Uh, I, I don't give the names over the air unless I personally use them every day, my, which is a short short list. So okay, the, uh, just call nine zero nine eighteen hundred three one four nine zero nine eighteen hundred and say, hey, Scott was talking about a good furnace company. Uh, recommend one here. Okay, thank you. Okay, good luck, Vivian. Thank you. Bye now. Bye. And there you go. I mean, usually I get on two-story homes, I understand, but when you've got a ranch home, everything's on one house, on one floor, and the cooling's working well, that means that the ventilation and the air's moving pretty good. And the source, the actual, you know, air conditioning, the A-coil and the condenser and compressor is working fine. So I would say that the heating plant, the actual furnace part itself, may be uh, limping along or not as good. And it could be an old unit. It could be a new unit. Don't uh, Keep in mind, most of these furnaces are pretty high-tech because the higher efficiency you get, the more electronics there are. And for those of you trying to get your TV on, you know, to go along with the cable box or the direct TV and get all the right stuff turned on, yeah, the more electronics there are, the more uh, expertise it takes to fix it. And you can have, you know, something go out. So I would propose that uh, Vivian probably is ready for, (laughs) frankly, a, a furnace repair guy slash what that means is an IT computer repairman because that's what our furnaces really are. Let's see what's cooking here with Linda. Hey, Linda, good morning. How can I help? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, my question is on plumbing. Okay. Um, we've just changed out the um, the faucets going outside with the freeze list. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did notice that the on-off that for the water coming into the house is not shutting off real well. Um, I mean, you can turn it really hard and it'll still keep dripping. Yeah. 
So is that something we can change out, or do you have to have a professional? No, that's a plumber. That uh, uh, Think of that as my old knee after 60-something years wears out, and it's ready for a replacement. Actually, the shutoff on that house, uh, first off, these things don't move at all, and then you crank these things down tight to put on those new faucets or whatever. But those main shutoffs, those stops that come into the house, uh, after about 15 or 20 years, those need to be replaced. And, and frankly, that, you know, they're not, a, they're not inexpensive because you have to go out and shut off the whole house out in the stop box in the yard. And then sometimes uh-huh. that thing doesn't shut off as fully. And they might sometimes even, there's all kinds of tricks they have to change that main shutoff on the house. I think you're ready to go back to that plumber and get that main oh, shutoff okay. changed. Okay. All righty. Well, I was hoping that my husband could do it, but we'll call the plumber. Well, did you ever see the three stooges on the plumbing repair? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there, uh-huh. there you go. Yeah, get a get a plumber. This is one where you don't want to see Molary and Curly run around your basement. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, Linda. Bye now. Bye-bye. And and I can do, I can replace that um, main shutoff in my house. I call the plumber. I don't have the tools. I'm not prepared with the backup tools, methods, and experience if something goes wrong, like I can't shut it off from the street. Or, you know, once I get into it and I don't have the tool. Now, do I just leave the house, you know, dripping uh, while I run to wherever for 45 minutes, one hour, two hours, track? Oh, no, that even though I know how, I'm not equipped and experienced with the tools. And that's just a perfect example. Leave it to the pros because this is like changing a heart valve. You know, it, it's not do-it-yourself friendly. Um, you know, so anyway, 314-436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. Next up, let's see what's happening with Theo. Hey, Theo, Scott Mosby here. Good morning. How can I help? Hey, Scott. I got a problem finding a roofer. Yeah, yeah. To do do my uh, roof. Yeah. And uh, I wonder if you have any suggestions. What what would be your? Oh I man! I called several several roofing companies, and they said they don't do business in North City. Oh oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, call our office. Uh, there are a bunch of companies that would be happy to do business in North City. Um, my apologies to you. Um, so call our company. We'll give you some names of, of roofing companies that'll do it. Uh, and and frankly, we'd be glad to help you as well. So, okay. Yeah. What, what's your what's your number? Uh, your three one three one four nine zero nine. 1800-909-1800. Theo, I apologize to you. Okay. That shouldn't happen. Well, that's just the way it is. Yeah, deal with it. Yeah, well. Okay, I, thanks. You're welcome, sir. Bye now. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX. Uh, you, you know, for those of you that know what just happened, uh, my apologies. Uh, sometimes it just takes a few generations to get rid of that stuff, although there's never enough time, never quick enough, and oh my, that, that one hurt. Uh, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. I alluded to custom and semi-custom earlier in the uh, uh, hour about uh, various solutions, uh, services like a hot water heater. Uh, it's important that, uh, for example, we had Bernice call and her hot water heater, you know, it, it's getting a little bit too hot. And as she turns it down, it's just not cooling off. It's 15 years old. 
that needs somebody to have a real conversation with Bernice. Well, how good a water heater do you want? Uh, you know, do you have guests? It's, you know, Bernice is in her 80s. She may be the only occupant. Uh, how, that, but that may not be a simple water heater. That may mean a very reliable one. She has trouble getting down the basement. Well, that's a customized solution. All that is is really listening and then choosing a water heater that's right for her her house, and frankly, on the resale, the next occupant, because there's always somebody else that's going to follow up. You and I are only stewards of our homes for a time because they generally outlive us and our houses will be around for longer than usually we're living in them. Uh, And as it goes into kitchens and bathrooms and, and room additions and all of that, a custom project is endless questions. Um, how big do you want this room? Well, I don't know. Uh, well, tell me about a room that's the right size for you. Would you, you know, what would you like? Who comes into that room? What time of day do you use that? Uh, do you both work during the day and come home at night? Do you work during night and come home during the day? You know, that has to do with uh, where the sun is during those times where we put windows in those windows, in those rooms and such. So, There's a customized solution which is perfectly and exactly matched to the needs, the quality, and the budget of that client. Then there's semi-custom, and that's where the selections and options are abbreviated. You don't have uh, 5,000 faucets to pick from for your kitchen and bathroom. Maybe five, six, all good first quality faucets. But, you know, you're not going to have the endless choices uh, to fit. So anyway, that and more. uh, But the difference between custom and semi-custom can be 25, 30 percent in in cost. Uh, So when you're talking about a kitchen remodel, are you just removing and replacing the cabinets and the tops and the appliances? Or are you moving walls, replumbing, changing stacks, moving where the door and the window, putting an exterior door in to the rear patio or or deck, including that? I mean, when you're repurposing, which means reflowing the whole plan, flow, family, that's a custom solution, and that's far more um, involved than semi-custom. So please, as consumers, realize what you're asking for and the difference in that. 314-436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. Scott Mosby, KMOX, at your service. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, Home Improvement KMOX, Scott Mosby at the helm at your service. This is all things around the house just for you. On the phone next, let's talk with Dixie. Hey, Dixie Scott here. How can I help you? Uh, Good afternoon, Scott. I'm calling because I'm thinking I will be replacing my furnace and air conditioner unit at some point soon. Mm -hmm. They're very old. I have an older ranch, probably about 1,200 square foot, and I'm wondering what sort of questions or what sort of information should the people who come out to give me an estimate be giving me? Um, Well... (laughs) Great question. Uh, Two answers, in my opinion. Um, It's easy to sell equipment. So most companies selling anything will go right into the description of the equipment. 
that is important for sure to pick the right equipment, but it's very important for them to rep, you know, recommend an, a piece of equipment and, and quality line after asking you a whole bunch of questions. How long are you going to be in the house? How hot and cold? Do you have problems with humidity? You know, any places hot and cold around? Uh, but it's really important that they tell you about them. Uh, the quality of their installers, quality of their labor. They'll stand behind you with service. They service the unit for the years later. Uh, really think of it as uh, you're interviewing an employee. Hopefully that's going to be a relationship that lasts 15 or 20 years with the equipment. So that would right. be my advice to you on that, Dixie. Okay. Do they, will they measure the house and the vents? and say, oh, you need this size of unit? Oh, absolutely. I would hope that they uh, discuss with you the sizing of the unit because they're, uh, uh, 20 years ago, they just looked at it and, you know, the last house they put in was about a two and a half ton air conditioner and, you know, so much BTUs on the furnace. Now with the model energy code, we are being guided that we can't put in a unit big enough. So by code, we're being restricted as contractors not to put in a big enough unit. But at retrofit, they can, they can upsize it a little bit. And there are consequences to that, you know, like the hair conditioner may not last, you know, run as long and dehumidify. So I would hope that it's a long conversation. If, if it's a short conversation, I'll get you a price next week. And that's it. Wrong guy. Uh, right. Okay. Does it matter what time of the year it's installed, like... You know, should I wait till like the fall when you're not using either unit? Oh, that's a good time to do it. I mean, you can interview people now um, mm-hmm. on that, but when they ask them, are there better? You know, are you willing to uh, work with me on price if I wait till another time of the year? I, and I love that you're ahead of the time on it. So yeah. okay, um, ma'am, I'm I have to go. I'm sorry, I've got to. I need to go out here in, in a few seconds. My apologies. Thank you very much.